0: Hello, I am Dr. Marianne Lehman, and this is To Tell the Truth, the podcast of true and amazing tales thanks to my dental life. Let me tell you why dentists are not as scary as you think. I am telling the truth when I say I'm a happy dentist whose surprising adventures will entertain you, inform you, and hopefully will change your perception of the dentist. I've been a dentist for over 30 years. I have a practice in a real small Connecticut town, and I've done lots of dental things. And especially in this past year, I've been forced to face things for the first time ever, from being fitted for an N95 mask with my head under a hood to closing my office due to the pandemic and for the first time taking on an associate dentist who is here joining us today. He too will show you why you sometimes will not even believe that either of us is a dentist. So let me introduce you to Dr. Robert Ruby III. Dr. Ruby has been with us here for six months, and before I say too much about him, I will let him speak for himself. Welcome, Dr. Ruby, to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me, I appreciate it. this, is great.
0: This is so much fun. I'm sorry Kate isn't here, but we can't fit too many people in tight quarters. Um, but since Dr. Ruby and I have both been vaccinated, we think this is a safe situation. Um, so, Dr. Ruby, first of all, obvious question, why dentistry? What do you think led you to become a dentist?
1: So, that's a good question. Um... It's a kind of question you have to think about a lot, especially when you're applying to school and stuff. A lot of people will ask you that. Mm. And uh, to me, my answer doesn't. I think that my answer is not a good one, but in some ways, it is to other people. Um, you know, so I'll compare. Some people tell me stories like, "Oh, I wanted to be a dentist since I was young, and you know, I had this great dentist and they inspired me." I don't. That's not my story. My story is more. I grew up being exposed to dentistry because I have a lot of relatives, family members that are dentists, and um, specifically my father. That was the, the person who I had most experience um, for, you know, the closest relationship to me that where, where I got exposed to dentistry. And through that, it normalized it for me. Mm. And so I was never really, you know, I never was afraid of it. It just that was what my dad did mm-hmm. what's dentistry i don't know that's what my dad does right, and right i didn't really ask too many questions beyond that i just thought it was interesting to go to his office and his office now i know now i know is a <laughs> very unique office but to me that's you know i didn't know anything other than that yeah but you know he had a lot of different gadgets and um you know, he, he always had different patients and he would always be talking to people and he'd be making dentures for them. And so I got to see all of this and I still didn't say, oh, I need to be a dentist. That's my future is going to be dentistry. But it was in the back of my mind. So So you didn't
0: feel any pressure, family pressure to become a dentist?
1: No, I did. I didn't feel any pressure. Nobody pressured me into it. Um, and I didn't feel that if I didn't go into it, it would be kind of letting down the family history. Uh, what is like the history? That. So the history is, um, let me think. How to is it start. more than
0: just your dad?
1: It is. It is. It goes back a ways. So I guess if what I, I guess the best place to start is the very first person. I was mm. going to go the other way, but I'll start with the very first person. The very first person was my grandfather's uncle so it, it, wow. it, he his name was joseph ruby and he graduated from dental school in
0: 1919
1: wow yeah so when i graduated in 2019 <gasps> it was exactly 100 years wow since the first person graduated and there's been people continuously practicing since then so i'm the third robert ruby my father junior is also a dentist, senior was a dentist now i'm doing both I'm going back and forth and yeah from, from the beginning and backwards. This
0: is a lot of rubies
1: so my grandfather, senior Ruby senior Robert senior was a he was a dentist, um, all general dentists, by the way, not no, no specialists or anything mm-hmm. like that nothing against that Just right he sure happened to be sure into general dentistry but it gets even more interesting because my mother trained as a dentist she doesn't currently work at an office but she that's where they might she met my father and my father's brother is a dentist oh. was a dentist he retired but I guess once what one you know we once were one you always you're wouldn't. always
0: a dentist
1: and then my brother is also a dentist
0: wow do, do you guys talk about dentistry at the Thanksgiving dinner table
1: we do now oh geez. although I have to say this year was a little different <laughs> but I didn't even end there there's more because there's another guy, is he married into the family, and he was a dentist.
0: So, ruby surrogate. Yeah. Holy! And how many total rubies, maybe? Oh,
1: in ter- so not counting that married-in guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would be Joseph, my grandfather, my father, his brother, uh-huh. my mother, my brother, and myself. So that's a total of seven so far, spanning four generations. Wow. But it's, it's, you know, it's not the kind of thing that they just, you know, give you a degree because, you, you, you know, you take over, you're going into the family business, you can't just jump in there. So yeah. I don't know if that has any effect on my actual ability
0: right. or not. Wow. But um, but dentistry wasn't like your first calling in life, was it?
1: Well, no, not necessarily. Um, I, in terms of work, I did I did work as a teacher before I went to dental school. I graduated from... UConn and uh, I went right into a teaching program that they had as a graduate. Um, at, you, know, to basically, to teach biology. I got a degree to teach. Oh, teach I was
0: biology. a bio major. Love that major. Yeah, I loved it. My and favorite class was embryology.
1: There you go, <laughs> there you go, right there. That's maybe one of my least favorite. Things. Oh, darn I think it. it's interesting. It just, I, it's, it was, it was hard to learn.
0: I don't know why. Maybe it was the way it was taught, but um well so that's interesting Mm -hmm. but teaching is so different than uh dentistry right your dentistry you're dealing one person at a time right teaching you have a whole mess of people at one time
1: you're only with them
0: for like what a year and
1: then they're gone right well you know potentially that's one way to see it i mean i guess it depends on what you're you know for me i didn't necessarily love teaching in the public school system the way that it's set up in the way that you're talking about it I liked sort of the just the the process of teaching and sort of learning new things and interacting with people and helping them be able to especially in situations where they didn't they're like oh I'm not a science person I'm not I don't I don't like biology or like I can't I'm not I can't do that I'm more this or I'm more that and then to take some time to learn how they see the world and come up with a way to fit it into the model they have for how they understand things and then they go oh actually that's interesting or right. wow I can do this or I you know whatever I, the context yeah, is. I
0: could see that. And I, I think see, that's yeah. very similar
1: to what we do in at least a major part of what we do as people who are healthcare providers is you want to give people the tools to take control of their own health through being able to kind of learn about what's happening, what their predispositions are, what their trouble areas are, Mm. what they're even good at, Mm -hmm. or what things work for them. And then that way they can do their best to take care of themselves and live a healthy life.
0: True. I think a big similarity between like a teacher and a dentist is um a lot of people in the general public may be very almost afraid of both yeah potentially. <laughs> think of us as scary yeah. right like ooh, i don't want to talk to you too much or you know i don't know you're going to yell at me one of those things right, right. so that's part of the podcast was to realize you know what yeah we're not that scary we're not going to yell at you and um uh and on that note, I know that there's a whole other side of Doctor Ruby okay. that people would love to know because then they know that like you're not that scary, right?
1: Yeah. I, I, I don't think anybody has described me as scary. I Nobody thinks you're scary? Well they might think I'm scary at first, yeah. but you know, maybe they get to know me and then they realize I'm actually not scary at He's
0: all. He's not scary. I haven't heard him yell at anybody. Nobody's left here crying. I think it's good. I think it's all good. Um,
1: At least in my personal life, nobody thinks I'm scary.
0: (laughs) Nobody here thinks you're scary either. Um, So besides being a dentist, and I know you love being a dentist. I could, you know, you get excited about different things in dentistry. Mm -hmm. And by the way, to everybody who's listening, how I met Dr. Ruby was because he was a student. And I was, I became a teacher, um... I didn't go through the training he did to become a teacher, but I teach in the clinic at um, UConn, and I met him because he was assisting a classmate of his so generously, which it is what they Candace do. It was Candace, will
1: th- throw it out there. Yeah,
0: it was Candace, and she was being the doctor, and he was being the assistant, and I looked over, and I'm like, he's going to fall off that dental assisting chair and <laughs> he <doesn't> sit right <laughs> So, I thought to myself, "I go, well, now, this is really great that a man dental student is assisting the lady dentist, and ah, uh, this is a wonderful thing, and let's go see what this person's all about so that's how um it started but um every um every patient that we worked on together, I know like you always were interested and in learning and had questions, and you know sometimes." Uh sometimes students kind of look at it like, "I just gotta get through this. I really just have to get through mm. this, <laughs> so besides dentistry, yes, I know there's more in the life than dentistry, right for that, some for some <laughs> for, for some. some. For... I know we try to talk about other things in our lives, and right now, with the pandemic, we don't get to do too much else in our lives, but the day will come, and um, I know you have something super. Fun that happens in your life besides dentistry that I haven't got to see yet or hear except online. Okay. And that is that Dr. Ruby's a musician.
1: That's true. Some might say. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Some might some might also say I'm just a drummer.
0: Oh, that's But, but a drummer's a musician, is not or no? I
1: don't know. You'll have to ask some real musicians and see what they say. They may they may give you different answers.
0: Oh, You're it's a drummer. A, it's
1: a joke within the within the music community.
0: Oh, that's not nice.
1: Yeah, there's a, well, lot, of, there's a lot of there's is, a lot of jokes about drummers.
0: Phil Collins is not a musician.
1: They end up being the punchline a lot of the times. Oh my. Well, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of examples where that's definitely not the case, but it's just one of those things that they like to joke about.
0: So you're a drummer. I am. And were you always a drummer?
1: Um, I guess you could say I maybe I was. I mean, was I born that way? I no, guess. I mean, I probably it, had it. Had me. any
0: other m- instrument? Like, you know, oh, uh, oh, yeah. been your favorite? or?
1: Um, well, I guess I I mean, when it came to music, it's one of those things that unlike teaching and dentistry, which were things that I learned about and was immersed in through my family because my, my mother then got into education and that's probably what led me into that route. So unlike those two things in my life, music, I want to say... Nobody else was into. That was, like, hmm. my own thing. Um You know, my... I don't think anybody else in my family... One of my uncles got into it after I was into it.
0: Oh, really? Side. And yeah. what does he, he play? He might
1: have always wanted to, and he never really... And then he finally did, and he would always call me up and say, "Ah." Oh. he'd say... He, he, he would, uh he put, like, in his phone, the little drum emoji next to my name. And oh! And he would always ask me little things and tell me when he learned new chords. He, he learned guitar, and he sang and, and did some things later on. But for me, I started... Earlier on in my life, um, when I was in high school, I think I just told my parents one day, because I always liked music, but I didn't know anything about it, and I just told them that I wanted to get a drum set. I I was like, I'll learn it. I want to learn. I want to play. And luckily, they were very supportive, and Mm. didn't, I don't... I mean, as far as I know, they didn't even question it. They were going they were like, Yeah, let's let's do it. You gotta take some lessons, of course. Like we're not just gonna get this for you. And <laughs> bang just, on a drum and then you're gonna play it for like a week and then never do it again. So they didn't want that to happen. So I think they wanted me to like take lessons and stuff. And I did for the in in, in the first few years.
0: Where did you play the drums like practice? Physically, the like where in yeah. house?
1: Basement? It, we did have a basement. Garage? We had a basement and it was it wasn't like a scary basement talking about scary things yeah it wasn't a scary basement so i was able to go down there and i i can't believe i used to do i would just go down and play drums for hours
0: with no other background music to play to
1: in the beginning yeah nobody because you have to kind of develop the really you have to develop some skills for yourself i mean if you have some other friends that are learning instruments too that's always good which ultimately i found later on as i you know went through high school and you meet different people, and you say, oh, let's get together, let's try to do this, so, you know, you form little bands mm. and things, and before you know it, you're good enough to eat, to at least attempt that sort of thing, Yeah. and, or at least you think you are, and then, uh, you know, you try to play, you just push yourself to try to play out, and even though it can be very embarrassing, and you have, yeah. you know, it doesn't sound great, you don't know that at the time, right, and right. you feel good about it, and yeah. then before, you know, I kept doing that, and I was in a band in college and we played out a lot and it's just something I've always kind of kept up and always enjoyed.
0: And now you have a band.
1: And now I have a group that I play with. It's different than the people I played with in high school and in college, of course. Um, And yeah, we have a great time. It's it's something that we used to do a lot more before the pandemic and everything Uh that's been going on. But we, you know, we st- we still have plans to to record and, and play shows as soon as it's safe to do that.
0: Oh, good! And so the last show, the name of the band. Is? Oh,
1: we are we are Dust Hat.
0: Dust Hat. And, How yeah. did that name come about?
1: <laughs> it's just it's not a great story. Oh
0: but well, you, it's you,
1: basically you. It, it's it's we we had a, we had a show planned. It was our first show. All we ever wanted to do was play. We were like, let's just play at this place called Cafe Nine. It's it's a place that we like. A lot of people we know go there. A lot of bands that we like have played through there. And this was if, your goal? Our if goal? If we play
0: was, Cafe Nine, yeah. we've made it. Yeah, that
1: was it. That's okay. all we wanted to do. We okay. nothing. And where is Cafe Nine? It's in New Haven.
0: New Haven, Connecticut.
1: And uh, they've been very good to us. Okay. We didn't know how much we were going to be involved in, them, but our plan was to at least play there once. And so we had a show planned and we needed to I don't even know if the first show was there it wasn't I know for a fact it wasn't it was at a different place um, we got our we, we, another band helped us out and so we went down actually to this area in, in uh, Stanford Oh. there was our first show was out here this place called The Fiddler's Green I have no idea yeah. anything else about it I think I maybe went there once after Okay. Um, and we didn't have a name so we needed to come up with a name, and so everybody was proposing names, and I don't know if it's just because I'm cynical, but they all sounded bad to me.
0: Yeah.
1: And, I, and I'm not trying to shoot anyone else's ideas down. I didn't think any of the th- things I thought of were good either. <laughs> so we couldn't, we, n- we all couldn't agree on a name. <laughs> and now we're into, like, two hours of, like, going oh, back and forth no. about this.
0: And we need a name. And
1: we needed a name, and so... At some point, we started to just start... We started to throw out intentionally bad names. Just because it got so ridiculous, we couldn't think of anything good. We just started almost jokingly throwing out some of the worst things that we could think of. It. Like, what would be terrible or very silly names.
0: Do you remember any of those bad yeah, names? Dust Hat. Oh!
1: <laughs> and we ended up just saying, oh. you know what, let's just go with that for okay. now. And then we'll change it.
0: And it never It didn't did. change. And there you go. We just
1: kept it. Okay. And somehow... Why not? That's what we're. That's what we are. Why not? We've embraced it. Oh,
0: and, and is a dust hat a thing? Is that one of the, like those big wide brim? I don't hats?
1: know that it's a style of hat. Oh,
0: okay. It's just. I don't know. All right. It could be. Okay. I was wondering, do you all wear hats? No. 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 So it's an imaginary don't even
1: know. hat. I maybe I've seen Dan wear a hat. I've I have worn a hat.
0: Okay. So it's not even like Devo, where they all had hats, the no, red cone hats.
1: No. Although we like, I mean, Devo, they're They they're cool. were good, okay. But, we played a Devo song once.
0: But what is Devo? We don't know. You know what? The best bands have names right. that you go, oh, what is that? I don't know. Doesn't yeah. matter. So yeah. there you go. So you have a good start. You have an obscure name. That works. Yep. And I, you know what? I've heard Dust Hat on Spotify. You can hear them. And they're actually, like, decent. I mean, they're better than you would imagine. And it's like, hey, that's a dentist playing the drums. Like, this is amazing. Like, yeah. wow, no right? Other,
1: no other dentists in the group.
0: No other dentists in the group. So you get to go have non-dental fun.
1: That's the main thing for me.
0: There you go. Because you yep. got to get your head out of the mouth every once in a while. And we are in the dental office right now as we speak. Um and somebody is going to knock on the door in a minute. So I think we kind of have to wrap this up because Dr. Ruby does have to get his hands back in the mouth. So before we go, and this has been really good to know about how much fun Dr. Ruby is outside of the mouth, I'm just going to have three quick questions for you. Okay. Okay, in an effort to know Dr. Ruby a little better, what might be your favorite food to eat or prepare? Because I know you're good in the kitchen.
1: Well, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I know this. I know
0: this. I know this. These are your words, not mine.
1: <laughs> I, will, I will say one of the things that I do make is I make a decent pizza.
0: Okay. Pizza. I learned, P for I pizza. Yeah, I
1: learned it from my uncle, but I do like to make a good pizza.
0: All right. So good uh, in a ruby pizza. And, um, on next note, we've been talking, um, in our social media posts about what are we watching for entertainment? Oh boy. So give me one good thing that you're watching maybe at home streaming or otherwise. I started
1: watching this because almost every other person in my family is watching it. It's this, it's a, it's a Brian Cranston. It's his new thing. Okay. It's called Your Honor. Have you heard of it? No. It's on, um, what's it on? Showtime, Your on Showtime.
0: Okay. Yeah, a, is it scary? Is it dark?
1: Uh, it's, well, it's, you know, it's, it's definitely not for children.
0: Okay. Okay. Rated R. And we know that going in.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> and so what, okay, last question for you, Dr. Ruby. When the pandemic maybe is ever over yes. or will allow. Yes. What is one thing you will most look forward to doing? Just one oh of many gosh. things.
1: Um... That's a good question. Okay. For I mean, there's a lot of things I'm looking forward to. Yeah. To to hopefully doing. Uh, one of them would be playing a show again.
0: Playing pretty. a show.
1: Um, another thing might be being able to like leave, go somewhere, take a little trip, maybe. There you go. Those seem like good options.
0: We're coming. We know it. Sounds like needed. Sounds like you're needed, Dr. Ruby. Thanks for your time. It's
1: been great.
0: And this has been a lot of fun. We hope to talk to you again soon on To Tell the
1: Tooth.